Hey guys, uh, this is Tug from Tug Talks. Thanks for clicking on the graphic that brought you here. Um, it's been pretty neat to see the flow out to uh, Spotify, uh, iTunes, different things. I'm, I'm new to this podcast game. So uh, the first episode, I wanted to kind of bring on somebody who has impacted my life since uh, really junior high. Um, been involved with his family. His family's been involved with mine. And I've seen uh, this guy impact Lima and honestly the world in ways mostly because of humility. He's an amazing marketer, uh, has helped me with my marketing game. In fact, has knocked my socks off a few times in, in purchasing cars. But I'm here with not just a, um, to me, a marketing legend. I'm here with a lifelong friend, um, Mr. Tom All somebody who uh, brought me over to his cabin, uh, I believe it was on Crooked Lake, Indiana. Uh, and believe it or not, Tom and I were literally trying to knock each other's feet off by shooting Roman candles at each other one weekend. <laughs> so, uh, so Tom, thanks for agreeing to be the first guest. Um, uh, thank you for the impact thanks you've had. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So, Tom, uh, one thing I've seen... Um, is heritage uh, in your ads? I've seen pictures of your parents. Hmm. I've seen old graphics of cars being sold when your father owned the dealership. Yeah, I mean, uh, this guy started with literally nothing. Uh, they came to Lima from Columbus. My mom was originally from here, and uh, they double mortgaged the house and uh, were able to buy six used cars and started with nothing. God's so God's really blessed our family here in Lima by every means and we i know you don't jokingly say this uh but when i say you've impacted so many people your response to me has been i haven't impacted anybody that's for sure i i don't know how you say that yeah i mean god's if he can change a wretch like or uh you know impact a a wretch like me and save a wretch like me then uh, he can save anybody i mean uh, i'm so i'm very very thankful it's all about him uh Christ coming into my life back in the 80s. And then uh, Stanley Tam was always a, a very much of an inspiration to me. Uh, he got owned his business and uh, read that book and was very enthused about, uh, if you haven't read that book, it's a good one to read because uh, God owns it all, let's face it. And man, uh, we are blessed, but I make lots of mistakes because when I try to do it on my own without, his, uh, without him uh, leading me, uh, I still do to this day, but I, uh, all in all, uh, God has uh, blessed us in an incredible way. I'm thankful. We have uh, four girls, and we have 13 grandkids, and, uh, you know, there were times in our life when we wanted to, we, uh, I didn't think I could stay married before I knew Christ, but when, once I came to Christ, uh, I really, uh, you know, realized the importance of love and staying with your spouse and uh, it's been fun to see the kids and how staying together has helped us uh, be uh, have kids that are loving love the lord uh, are they perfect no they aren't uh, but we uh, have one in uh, our oldest one went to africa she's got she's adopted four kids and uh, they have seven total and it's just been exciting to see god work uh, teens for christ has been a blessing to us um, and so we are uh, just excited 
to see, uh, you know, I, I was discouraged a couple days ago. Uh, what is the purpose of all this? But then you need to praise the Lord. Praise Him when you're not feeling the best, when you're feeling down, when you're feeling like maybe your life isn't meaning much. Uh, praise brings His presence, and His presence uh, so blesses you and gives you a real fire of spirit to, to keep moving forward. Hmm, that's awesome. And, and something you hit there is something I, I've worked on personally over the last few years. You and I share the same faith and know that our lives are because of that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's also a daily importance on choosing that attitude of gratitude, I call it. You know, something that, you know what, I'm going through. Um, I'm not saying right now, but when we go through tribulations or trials or anything like that, or even in business, you know, when um, for for me it's home sales. Maybe I haven't closed more than one or two in the month or sales are down or coronavirus hits the area and we don't know what the dealership's going to look like. We can either choose to complain or we can choose that attitude of gratitude. And so one thing I've seen um, or want to impact Lima with is there's a lot of mentalities of mediocrity. There's a lot of mentalities of Lima's where I want to be from. Like I want to move out of here or I want to do this. You know, like it's not a good place to live. And, and, you know, and you know what I, what I see is this place is amazing. And so the people in it, uh, You, John Heafy, um, my friends, you know, like Mike Wheeler, BJ McFerrin, guys like that that have impacted my life for the positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's let's talk, you know, that you and I share the same faith. Some people that do business with us may not, but our life should be handled in a way that no matter if that person's a believer, if that person's not, the authenticity that you've brought to the table to everybody is something that I want to say thankful, thank you to you. Um, but in Lima, what I what I want to ask you, I guess, is how have you adjusted? And this is completely different. How have you adjusted marketing over the years to know that it has to impact everybody? Like, where is your thought pattern on that? Yeah, that's that's an interesting statement. I you know I've in the last few months I've used some of these. Bible stories and stories of uh, Psalm 91, and then I used uh, when we uh, last month it was uh, it was about the harbinger. I mean, anybody's read the harbinger two uh, about our, the sins of our country and and how we're going to be judged. And so I uh, I uh, read some scripture on our once, and it, that was all I had on the on the whole ad. And I've had positives and I've had negatives, but I've had uh, some positives that you know that they they. Hmm. Like it, and then I've had some people saying that I'm using the Bible to, using God to, to my benefit, just for personal gain, and they never do business with us. <laughs> so it's kind of an interesting uh, scenario. But I, bottom line is, we need to stand firm for the Lord because He, uh, it's all about Him. No man comes to the Father, but unless He, through Jesus, you know, that's the only way. Well, that, that's neat because you know, like I. Uh, yeah. I wear my faith on my sleeve. Uh-huh. I, I have fun. You know, you I, I, I carry on. I have fun. Uh-huh. But when it gets down to business, uh, the way we care for our customers is because of who's cared for us. So your heart 
Um, even the other day when my, literally my 2016 Cadillac muffler fell off, the big thing that I've seen from you and in my, in my world, you answer the phone, you take care of people, um, you're thankful to take care of people in frustrating times. Like it's not, and I, and, and I know this is going on the air, but Tom, I know personally, sometimes it's not easy to take care of people well. Um, uh, unfortunately, it's usually the, the hours or times when you know, you're know you ready to do something else, you're off or something like that. And those are the times that you gotta suck it up and and do it. But see, I know it's uh, often, often it's not what your heart wants to do, but it's, you know what the Lord wants you to do. Yep. That's awesome, guys. So uh, as we're sitting here, I, I've seen this dealership grow uh, since I've been in junior high, uh, I've seen Tom never change. Uh, I've seen Tom go from the little cheaper dealer to knock your socks off. Um, and always has fun ads, creative ads to make people laugh. And sometimes people may or may not like it, but they remember it. Mm. And guys, that's what marketing is. So if you're sitting here with business, uh, listening to this podcast, deciding, you know, should I do that ad or questioning that? The only way you're going to know if it worked or if it didn't is to try it. And so don't be afraid to be different. Um, don't be afraid to be uh, completely, sometimes I say, sometimes corny ads work. Like in my world, like if I put up something ridiculously stupid, I want to say, I get more response. And But the biggest thing is at the end of it is you have to be authentically you. Uh, Tom is that. I I pray that, you know, uh, and I'm not calling Tom old here, but as I age to where, where Tom is, I hope that end of the day, people look at my career and say that guy was authentic. Hmm. May not have sold as many homes in 2021 as he did in 2020, but you know what? He was him. He showed up. He answered his phone. So guys, in your family, in your business, um, when somebody calls you, pick up the phone. And so, Tom, thank you so much for the impact you've had on me. I know you say you haven't done that, and I know what your statement is, is that's because of God. Mm -hmm. Uh, But you've made it a personal choice to carry that out. So, Well, uh, everybody is pressed on, and and, uh, it's a great place to live. It's a great place to to be as long as we're in Christ. Yep. So thank you. Uh, First episode of Tug Talks is down. Many more to go. So if any of you have any guests that you'd like to see, I did just have somebody reach out to me on Facebook and uh, give me a few names that they'd like to highlight. So feel free, comment. Uh, There's blogs on tugtalks.com. There's a uh, contact button. Click that. Reach out to me. I'd love to hear from you. Uh, And also, if you want to grab coffee in the Lima area and just sit down and talk business and marketing, I'd love to do that too. Thank you, guys. Hey guys, it's Tug uh, right here on episode three, technically the second interview on Tug Talks that we've had. Uh, First things first, I do want to apologize for the delay in getting another episode out to you. Um, I'm very strategic in who I interview and how I interview and that it's just not a a podcast to have a podcast. So um, I was discussing with a longtime friend of mine how amazing it is to see his growth in business and and a lot of you in the area have seen these images and, and, and seen the focus that he has had on uh, sports photography or, you know, 
other areas, um, he actually did Heather and I's engagement photos. And, and first things first, I want you to know that I don't interview anybody just because they're a friend. I interview people because I like to see what they're passionate about. And I like to let Lima see them from a different lens, so to say, in photography. That was, that was kind of funny, but kind of stupid and oh, didn't that. intend that. So I'm here with uh, Aaron Plummer, uh, right in his studio, A Plummer Images. Uh, a lot of you guys on Facebook have seen the amazing in-depth art that he does with your kids' photos. So um, kind of a long story long, Aaron and I go way back to grade school. We went to Temple together and played, you know, not whole basketball or <laughs> little pioneers, if you want to call it. And, oh, yeah. and that transformed into a, a relationship between our families where we'd play basketball in our basement or in his uh, parents at the time log cabin and stuff. I still remember... Um, those things with Fanslers, you know, and um, that's a long time ago. Oh, but uh, Aaron, I want to just ask you a few questions. And, you know, okay. you got started in photography yes, because Tug. of a certain thing. Yes, uh, actually, I did. And th uh, thanks, Tug, for having me on your podcast today. I, I, it's an honor. I do appreciate it. Um, yeah, what, what uh, made me start with this was um, <laughs> arrogantly, uh, I had a son. Uh, he was three, and I and I, I got into photography because of that. I wanted to take some pictures of him, so I grabbed the, bought a camera, thinking it would be a, an, an easy uh, transition to do, and it actually became very difficult. Um, however, um, when looking up uh, ideas and styles on how to shoot photography for my son, I came across uh, some awesome uh, sports photo shoots on uh, actually YouTube, believe it or not, and it was a guy named Joel Grimes, and I'll never forget Joel Grimes was photographing Blake Griffin and. Troy Palamala, and he was doing all these different lighting techniques and all these different styles. And then a thought came across my head that that would be awesome to do at the high school level or at the, at the you know, a, a youth level uh, so people could enjoy the kind of artistry the pro athletes have, but do it at, at a level where uh, local kids could do it. And so my passion started there, and it, uh, it just started taking off. It's something I prayed about a lot, and uh, I would, I'd sit around and do a, a lot of prayer and seeing what kind of images and kind of thoughts God would put in my head and I would go out and try to produce what I thought uh, God was wanting me to do and, and so far um, I, I'm very thankful and grateful for all the kids that's been in the studio and and I keep learning I've been doing this for five years and I've not mastered anything I'm actually just getting started so um, that's why that's how this thing came about huh? you said quite a, a few things that kind of made my mind think the first thing is somebody inspired you Yes. The second thing is, um, in, even before that, you ar arrogantly, I think you said you started this. Yes, because I thought it would be easy when it's not at all. <laughs> and the thing that I see in, in all of this is um, a lot of us start things. Uh, for one, we love the way somebody did it. We don't like non-professional stuff. We don't That's like right. your cookie cutter you know, I'm a realtor, bro. Like, don't shoot my house the same. You know, I'm a, I'm a marketer. I, I want that competitive advantage mm -hmm. to when I'm marketing against somebody else. But, but when it comes to your kids, the thing that is the major focus of your life mm -hmm. um, and, and source of impact, you wanted that shown as excellent. And and like, I'm, I'm looking at a few pictures in here, you know, I've seen them online, uh, you know, Brady Wheeler, Johnny Barker, just kids from Shawnee that I know, uh, uh, even some of the wrestlers from Bath and so on. 
And you've helped these kids in a way have the best because at first you desired it. So how in the last five years or so have you taken that idea and continually understood that you're not the best? Okay. That is correct. Okay. You said that. I didn't. You said I'm, I'm, I haven't mastered anything. Oh, I words. never will. Though. So why, why is understanding as a business person and mm-hmm. marketer that we will never work good at it? We know it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But why do you think it's important for us to continue to work towards okay. that? Well, um, you're a golfer. Okay. Well, you dry, it's okay. Look at all the great uh, PGA golfers. Look at all the awesome golfers out there that, that go out there and have scores that we could have never dreamed of having. Why do they keep doing it? They want to perfect it. They never get there, but they want to perfect it. And I think that's how we all are as business owners. Um, whatever we do, especially if you have a passion, you always want to perfect it. And I'm always trying to pursue perfection. And I realistically know I'll never get there. But as I'm pursuing it, I know, I know my work will be more appealing to the eye um, as people come over here. And it's, just, it's awesome to always continue to work and not be complacent. So that's how I kind of look at that's, that. That's huge to see. You know, and like I, I've been blessed in real estate or you know, in, in other areas of life to always be effective, um, not take a step backwards, so, so to say. Uh, but I'll push you know, yes. I'll push and I'll push and I'll push, but not in a hopefully, sorry if it comes across this way, <laughs> I do my best not to come across arrogant, you know, mm-hmm. however, like I do want people to know that when you work with me, you're going to work with somebody who desires the best for you. So shooting with the camera, shooting other people's yes. kids. That was not kind of, yeah. right, kind of sounded bad. Sound taking right. pictures, uh-huh. not shooting, taking pictures uh-huh. um, and being behind that lens, you get to see everybody's yes. uniqueness. Yes, and I treat every kid as if it was my own kid. Mm. Every kid that comes in here, I go, what would that, how would that look cool if this was my kid? And that's how I treat every kid in here. And I have kids in here that come in as freshmen, they leave a scene. They're, they're seniors with a four-year span. We got pictures of them uh, through every phase of that. You, you see kids coming here getting bigger. Uh, one time they're in the fifth grade. The next time they're sixth grade, seventh grade. And you actually see the growth. So the parents will take the pictures and we'll make collages of how it was when they first came in here. But, um, yeah, I mean, so I just look at it that like if that was my kid, how I, would I want them to look? And I want them to look like a superstar. I want them to look like it's something off of an Under Armour ad or a Nike ad or something that's just not the normal thing. And if I can take that picture and edit that picture and the parent goes, wow, it's amazing. And the kid says, that's awesome. I want to come back. I mean, then I've done my job. I mean, I'm always learning, but I've done my job. Mm. I I get constant um, messages from people saying that they want their son to come into my studio for their birthday gift. Now, when I was a, when when I was younger, I hated to get my picture taken. Right. And these kids go from hating to get their picture taken to wanting to use it as a birthday gift. They yeah. want. I mean, it was, it's like the most flattering thing. Well, on that sign of the times, bro, we had we yeah. didn't even have flip phones when we were little. Now they have like Snapchat and Instagram. That is true. That is and, true. And like you help people look good. I, I mean, I've seen some of the kids, and you know, look at knowing their parents. I mean, <laughs> you have some filters on there that you might. No, I'm oh, kidding. Come but on, no, Tug. no. So, no, but like. Like what's what's awesome is um, that 
that speaks volume of your work when parents want to buy what you offer for their kid's birthday your business is their present and and i know you know aaron's heart in this is that he wants to give everybody that gift that god has given him and the only way to give that is, is a gift of excellence and um so that being said you know you you to me uh um are probably you know i don't know all of the sports photographers in the area or mm-hmm. per se um i do know marketing and and i'm a firm believer that you know i i see that vision and there's nobody that can put up a photo like yours in this area flat out wow. there's somebody that try uh there's some people that try, but just like I say about like churches and stuff, mm-hmm. everybody thinks they can be a pastor. Yes, okay? that is true. Everybody thinks they can be a photographer. Mm-hmm. There's so many pizza places, yeah. you know, and, and in my world, everybody thinks they can be a realtor. So but, tough being a realtor. I couldn't imagine. But it, that being said, like there's you and, you know, like when people want their sports t- picture taken, they come to you. So... I keep looking at this one over there because I love Photoshop. I love lighting. I think it's a Spencerville Bearcats uh, pole vaulter. And the lighting, the art, uh, even everything about it is so you can see the definition of the person's passion in the photography. Now, as a business owner, what I see is the definition of passion of the person that's taking it. So five years in. Yes, sir. How, how, where are we going? Well, um, we're going, uh, we're going up. Um, nowhere but up. I mean, I love it. I mean, I, I'm all, like I said, I'm constantly uh, bringing in new things. Um, I'm, I'm now using, actually, I'm using a smoker now. I, I like to use uh, so yeah, yeah, you just yeah. did snow and winter photography, yeah, and my I wife's actually, like, she doesn't want to sit on that bench with me, I don't think. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but, like, uh, we yeah. see these different things that you're doing snow sessions yes. this so you're well, adding stuff so i am adding stuff and i like to i'm going to branch out further than sports i'm actually uh this year i'm going to finally start shooting seniors outdoor um, i've always been stuck in the studio so it's kind of a new thing for me but I, I just i'm looking forward to doing it but yeah the snow thing was fun because um how often do we get a snowy day in ohio i mean it's just it comes and goes you can't schedule shoots based on snow because they cancel and then they get added on days when nobody's ready so I figured, you know what, I'll bring snow in the studio. So I did a quick trial and error, and it, I just thought it turned out really well um, with the lighting and bringing in uh, snow overlays, actually with Photoshop, using fake snow, using smoke in the studio. And it actually gave a, uh, an evening feel as if you were reading a book out in the snow, which why would you do that? But, you know, <laughs> it's cool. And it just, I don't know, it was just a thought that came across my mind, and um, it's something I'm really grateful I did. It's, it's really awesome. So it kind of beats those days you don't know when it's going to snow and it's not. So yeah. um, that's why I started. So you that, gave so. everybody the snow day they wanted in Ohio where it was like 72 well, degrees and yeah. snowy. Yeah, you know? exactly. I mean, I that, mean, that was awesome. And so I'm going to throw something at you. And I know okay. you're marketing and I'm thinking marketing in my head. Okay. okay? And so <laughs> I'm going to share this on Facebook. I want to do anybody that listens to this. Can enter to do a one. Uh, one person will be chosen to do a session with Aaron, and you'll get three yes. images yes. that are going to be edited for you. So 
you're a parent, you have a kid and you know that's an athlete, you are have a kid that's in marching band, I've seen some of those. Um, you're a realtor, okay? Let's just not limit this to kids. We're gonna limit it to anybody that enters this. We'll pick one, we'll give it a few days here. Um, I'll send Aaron your info, he'll get a hold of you. You can, whether you wanna do something we've been talking about recently is, um, what do you call them? Uh, the headshots, mm -hmm. um, making sure you have that appropriate business headshot. Aaron, when he talked to me about this, he's like, I've been studying how to do the best headshots. So I mean, guys, listen, like that's huge in business. You have to like your mug on your business card. You have to like your face, how it's marketed. And someone that has a good face for radio, I tend to have sometimes struggles of putting my face out there. So I create a cartoon or I do this or I, you know, uh, create these different sense of marketing. So work with somebody that if you don't think you look good can make you look good. So, and just doesn't do the head turn, the, you know, typical, I want to say Olin Mills photography. Nobody wants that anymore. So, um, I want to change the topic to something that's huge to Aaron and I, uh, is faith. Um, yes. something we talk about a lot. I'm not afraid to talk about on the podcast or whatever, but I'm not beating you over the head with, you've got to be like this. Uh, one thing, you know, if you know me, I try and be as authentic as I can be and encourage and, but let you in a little bit. And before we jumped in the podcast, Aaron and I were talking about, um, followers, uh, large groups, keeping the people at your table in a small setting. Um, and Aaron said something that that's something his dad taught him. So let's dive into that. Why is it important for us as business owners, but more importantly, as faith-based followers to keep our circle of direct influence mm -hmm. and who we trust tight and to allow our sphere of influence to grow bigger? Um. Yeah, that's something my dad has, has, has taught me or, sh or showed me um, since I was actually a kid. And it's, honestly, it's not as so much teaching as it is showing, unfortunately. Um, it, you know, it's, it's, it's great to have a lot of friends. It really is. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but to, ke to keep your circle small is very important because you just, you just don't know what, you know what you're dealing with. Uh, sometimes with people may have to say that, right? Um, but, um, yeah, I, I find it to be extremely important. Um, it's, it's great to have a lot of, a, a lot of friends, um, but at the end of the day, um, the circle of trust, which I think we've heard on a movie before. Yeah, meet the fathers, I think, or meet the parents. <laughs> the circle yeah, of, yeah. yeah. You broke the circle! Yeah, the circle you were outside! Yeah, it is awesome. very important, and, and there's no, I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with bringing people in your circle, trustworthy people, and, and sometimes in life, sometimes you have to get rid of some people out of your circle. Um, for certain reasons. It just is what it is. Um, that's something that was taught to me. But even though you have circles of who you can let in, you can let who you can let out, doesn't mean you have to treat people a certain way. Ooh, I treat everyone huge. as if they had the potential of being in my circle. Okay? And not that if it's some sort of a, you know, right. I, I, maybe I want to be in their circle. Maybe that's how they view other people. Yep. Um, so that doesn't mean um, look at everybody with one eye open and, and, um, and, and, initially just look at people at, in a negative way you want to see them in a positive way but at the end of the day sometimes you just got to pick and choose um what works best for you um as you move forward in life that you know you said a, again you said a few a few things right in that thing that was just like bam you know um he showed me he didn't teach me guys grab that 
You know, there's something as a parent, as a business person, as a leader, um, as a friend, as a husband, anything in life. Start showing, stop talking your game. So you want to be a photographer, show them. You want to be a realtor, show them. You want to be a marketer, show them. I don't want to sit here and preach this game that my numbers don't prove. You know, I don't want to sit here and say I can sell your home if I can't sell your home. But outside of business, like it's so important to me, to my children, to my wife, that I'm a person of my word, that I show her and show them that I mean business as a dad, not in a negative like overarching way. Um, the second thing you said is something that I've had a hard time doing, but have come accustomed to being okay at doing it now is that, or two of those things actually, allowing yourself to remove parts of your circle is the hardest decision that we as men um, or business people or friends can do. And guys, there's been business decisions that I've made that I finally had to get down to it and say, does that actually increase my availability to my family? Does that increase my financial thing? Does that most importantly increase my well-being as a person? Because if we surround ourselves with people that we, for one, um, maybe want to go to dinner with or, or go to a game with, uh, but we just act like we're cool. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a friend. That's an acquaintance. Yes. But when we have that person in our circle, they better be pushing you. They better be holding you accountable. They better be yes. encouraging you. And at the end of the day, if they're in your circle, you gave them enough respect to call you out on stuff. Mm-hmm. So um, my wife, Heather, she, I think she just loves it when I talk about her on podcast, actually. I think it probably despises when I talk live about her or something. Uh, yeah. But she's, very, she's shown me that you keep your circle tight. Mm-hmm. Um, another person that showed me that is Jesus, man. Like um, That wasn't cussing. That was Jesus, comma, yeah. man. Um, yeah. But what I want to say in that is he, had, he healed so many people. He walked around this world like everywhere. And he had 12 disciples, but a lot of acquaintances, so to say. So don't be afraid to cut it off with people. Don't be afraid to um, take that next step in business and say, you know what? Uh, I'm out because I want to better myself. But what, what we do in that sense is when I have left companies, not that I was a negative factor, or they were a negative factor or at all. But like it, back in the world of concerts, man, I, I still count my brothers as brothers, you know, that I worked with. Their company's blown up. Me, I switched complete pro- professions and became a realtor. So be someone like Aaron that doesn't see people and just give them that one eye like you were talking mm-hmm. See people um, through a creative lens, uh, another photography joke, but see (laughs) people through the lens that God sees you through, and you'll be amazed at how many people you actually allow to fail and allow God to pick them up. So uh, in closing, um, I want to say it's the week, what is it, week 18 now? 
of the NFL football season. And, Browns. Uh, the Browns, baby. Me and Aaron here. Aaron's yeah. a lifelong Vikings fan, but if you're familiar with the Vikings, they don't get much TV time <laughs> around here. Well, not till, not till the uh, Sunday ticket came it, out 20 years ago. Right. So you say the Browns were your second favorite team. Always have been. Always have been. They, they play each other once every four years, and that's the only time um, I ever root against the Browns. And-